Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Echo with CSC Sock Media Team. Uh, you might notice a fairly different format today. Um, we're hoping the camera pans out. Oh, please stop. Don't hate me. <laughs> um, so I'm Jen and we are joined by... Tommy. Riz. And Clarence. And we're going to be having a chat about our expectations versus reality um, about our first years of uni. Yeah, Riz, you're yeah. our first year. Yeah. What do you do? I'm the newbie. What do you do as a degree? Okay, so I'm doing a double degree, commerce and comp sci. It's pretty generic. A lot of people do it. What made you choose commerce and comp sci? Well, that has to go back to like year 12. Like, I think there's like a stigma in year 12 where um, commerce is needed to survive and get you any job. So if you want to do any degree, um, if you want to join like a big business or anything, commerce is a must need. But now that I look back, I think it was, you know, pretty shit, pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. been one year. Yeah, pretty shit. yeah, yeah. looking at it, the yeah. um, Tommy and I was fuck. <laughs> Bachelor of Commerce is really generic it's really yeah it's really generic it's really there's a lot of people doing it it doesn't really yeah I know and for the money you pay yeah I know yeah. you it's uh pretty sure it's like the highest like level you pay like 10,000 per okay. term it's like equivalent to med yeah it's yeah. equivalent to med so I don't know it's, it's a scam but I don't know <laughs> you know put you guys off if you're listening from doing comms for a degree comms. based on maximizing returns it doesn't yeah it really seem like <laughs> exactly so yeah I <clears throat> It's not uh, as bad as, you know, first year. Ah, oh, sorry. Um, first year's not as bad as people say it is, but, you know, choosing the right degrees based off your interests is, I think, more important than, like, than what the ATAR and what the requirements for uni suggest. Mm. Because com I'm pretty sure um, CompSide now is, like, 93 ATAR or something. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's 93. So, and, yeah, you already get, like, bonus points. So, minimum, max, uh, sorry, the minimum you need is, like, 87 or something mm. to so get in. So, what did you say? Um, You said first year was not as bad as people said. What were, like, what did you mean by that? What, what did people say yeah, what did people that made say? you think? Well, people's, I don't know. A lot of people used to say that it was intense, like, you would have time no time to for yourself is this uni in general yeah in uni in general as what like your work life social balance but then there were people on the other side they were like oh yeah there's so much time i only go two days to uni i'm partying every day so i don't know it's it depends who you surround yourself yeah exactly with. Yeah. and also depends on how much work you give yourself exactly it's very how much you take on you do like an infinite amount of work with uni like you're never done yeah yeah mm. yeah it's all very um self-determinant I yeah. guess yeah self-motivated yeah. so what was was that different from you guys Jen and Tommy since you guys are third year yeah sorry I forgot to introduce ourselves um I do comp sci for my third year yeah same yeah. here comp sci third year but were you always in comp sci no so I've um I transferred in at the beginning of this year so technically first year comp sci here um yeah but I did a double degree uh, I can't remember what I actually did. <laughs> That's been so long. Econ? <laughs> yes, Econ. Uh, yeah. Bachelor of Economics and... Oh, how'd you know that, Riz? 
I don't know. I've been pretty good mates with Tommy. <laughs> oh, and Bachelor of Advanced Mathematics. So, yeah. But um, that wasn't what I wanted to do anymore, so I finally changed. I finally had the guts to change. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What about you, Jen? Yeah, so I didn't really think that I would do comp sci. Um, being in a girls' school, I didn't really have much exposure to um, technology in, you know, year 11 and 12. Mm. Um, not a lot of people were interested I actually wanted to do physiology, mm-hmm. um, but then I was like, ah. Oh. Pretty cool. Remind me which one's that again. I get oh, exercise physiology, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, not, yeah. not physiotherapy. Yeah. Um, so it's more clinical. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I was like, I don't really want to pay for uni. I'm just going to apply for a whole bunch of scholarships. And then I ran into like the co-op one. I oh. thought, oh, this is cool. Like, I like to problem solve, so I could mm. do something like this. And then like, I got the interview mm. and then I was like, you get to work as well. So now I'm just... Doing the grind. <laughs> no, but it's been a good experience. But obviously, coming into uni, um, I was in a very different mindset than a lot of, yeah, of other yeah. people doing comp sci. Yeah. So that was a bit difficult. Um, yeah. And Clarence, what, what do you do? I do science and computer science. Okay. And in my second year, but first year at UNSW. So <laughs> I guess I'm in the same boat as Where Riz. were you before? U- uh, University of Sydney. Okay. How did you find the transition? Yeah, how um, was it different? And what was your expectation different from like going to UC and then going to UNSW? Um, I expected student life and like societies and stuff to be a lot better. Okay. And <laughs> okay. And how did that turn out? <laughs> no comment. But I'm here sitting in CSC Sock, um, doing a CSC CSC Sock podcast. So Not I'll let you. I'll let you reach your own conclusions. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, I reckon UNSW. I know it's more, it's more urban, more cozy, as in it's like stuff's more compact, but it's not like, it's not like you said where you literally have to walk across like a huge walkway where there's literally no shade to like get to the fucking library. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I know it just feels less isolating at UNSW than Mm, at UCID. But Mm. then again, it might've also been because I was, um, yeah, I was a bit lost in first year as well. Yeah. That might've. Yeah, hearing from friends, I've heard that people at Unistubby are more friendly, more welcome than you said. Okay. I don't know. Seems like a trend that everyone that's gets a, That's lost. anecdotal evidence. Yeah. That's by no way... <laughs> <statistical>. <laughs> Did you have any, like, stories that made you want to transition to Unistubby, or was it just purely on your own accord? Um, I just heard that Compsa here was more was better at UNSW than UCID. Like, reputation-wise. Um, that, and also that there were more, like, opportunities offered to students okay. yeah. at UNSW than UCID. Yeah, I pretty much chose UNSW because Comsa had more majors than UCID did. So UCID only had, like, four majors for, what is it, uh, advanced computing, computing? Yeah, yeah advanced whatever. Computing. Yeah. yeah, and then over here you got, like, so much to choose from, and then... You don't, not even like limited to like... You don't even have to do... You don't even have to do a major. Mm. You can mix and match and do whatever you want. Mm. So yeah, I think I was pretty relieved when I heard about that. Mm. So were there any um, stories that really stood out to you before you like came into uni? Were there any like... Was there anything that you were expecting when you came into uni? Like this is a question for all three of you guys. Mm. But it didn't really pan out the way it... See, you use my joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't really Sorry. turn out the way that you thought it would. Well, I, I heard from a lot of friends you'd have, like, a good social life, you know? Like, from the... 
Instead, you know, come on, we're all, Riz. We're all <laughs> here. You know, go parties every day from the you know the wait, other wait. side of people, the people who weren't you know scaring me about uni. Yeah, and then yeah, now I I don't know. Don't have it's not as social, I guess, but as in at it's least more I have time. Down. As in it's more died down. Yeah, I don't. I was really excited coming to you know uni, thinking I'd you know get go on benders every weekend. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> like I looking dead straight into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I think I've lost my passion. I guess for partying every day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that passion. I, I don't know if I ever had that passion. To be honest. Yeah, same. Um, what was yeah. yeah um i think my experience would be different people people have these stories about uni and they know all this stuff because they either have older older siblings or they have friends who tell them um coming from first generation australian you really don't like i was the son of migrants you didn't really know what university was all about and mm. so i came in with the with no preconceptions just along for the ride um but yeah, it didn't turn out what I'd expected to be. I thought, you know, you would think of I, I well I thought of like nineteen forties Cambridge or Oxford and <laughs> oh, I, wow. I was like, that's what I thought I was gonna be. Were you disappointed? So, oh yeah. Should have gone used probably yeah, then. Coming into uni, uh, didn't it was all it was like you were just blindsided by everything you had to do exactly. and you just went forward and now Three years later, now I'm here. It's more like, yeah, going yeah. through the motions. Especially when you start off. Yeah. It's like, you're going through the motions. I found, like, my first six months of uni, mm. the transition was pretty it damn was hard. Brutal. It's exactly. Brutal. Like, because I used to live pretty close to my high school. I could literally, like, drive, or my mum would mm. probably drive mm. me to uni. Mm. But now I have to travel nearly two hours just to come for... Like some days, only like a two-hour lecture, mm. and that's without train delays. Yeah, I know that's without train delays. Yeah, like I don't live that far away from the city now that I think about other people's commutes. But I yeah. used to be able to like walk to school. Yeah, so it was like a, a twenty-minute walk, or I'd run the school when I was late. It's like five minutes. Yeah, and then now it's like I have to plan out my day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my high school commute was one hour fifteen minutes ish. Whoa. Whoa. Jesus. One way, so round trips like two, two hours, two and a half hours. So wow. So you're used to it now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty used to it. Although I used to wake up earlier for high school than I did for uni. Oh yeah, and you'd like you do all this stuff and yeah. then I used to wake like, up at like yeah. six thirty every day, so I'd turn into um, high school like an hour before school cool. started, so I could get some studying. But now I'm like. I cannot do that. I need my eight hours of sleep. Otherwise, I can't function. Or even wake up on time, for that matter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Being true. Yeah. So, um, a big part of uni is, especially at UNSW, is the societies and the student life, right? So, what were, I know, what were some societies that you were looking to join before you came to, like, O-Week? Or anything, like during open day? I didn't actually like join any of my first year. Like, I was automatically a part of CC SOC and yeah. co-op SOC, and I was like, that's enough. Yeah, all um, computer science students are part of CC SOC. Yeah. You don't have to sign yeah. up. Yeah. Just for Yeah. Were there... So, questions still applies for you guys. Oh, yeah. Um, so, in terms of society, I was, like, 
probably like biggest nerd. So I was like, oh yeah, excited. I was like, oh yeah, you got Harry Potter Society, <laughs> Minecraft Society, you know, all all these nerd societies. And then you know, I I was really interested in you know data before like you, because it was like big rage in high school. Mm. Everyone was sort of like, data science is gonna give you hundred k. It's gonna replace actuarial. Mm. So I was like excited for doing data sock, but then I realized that. Um, joining this many societies, it was not gonna help me, like you know, balance uni. Because in my first week, I had um, to. I had, well, I forgot which one what it was called now. Um, so, uh, so social soccer, uh, on at the same time as a meeting for math so. Ah. So I was like, do I do this? Doing like join sport and go sport every week or mm. do I go join MathSoc where I could potentially get like information about like internships or like even though I'm first year. Mm. Yeah. You're such a keen bean. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, on my side, again, I had no expectations. I didn't even know society was, societies were a thing. Um, so came in first week, um, first day of O week, came in, I was like, whoa, because I was, I came on, I came to uni with friends and so that's a, that's a good thing, uh, to come to uni with friends, um, yeah. high school friends who, who are going to go to uni with you. Um, but yeah, came to O-Week, first week, I was like, oh, what are all these stores? And he was like, yeah, there's societies. I said, what do you do in a society? He's like, well, if you have similar interests, you go. And I said, okay. And so I went to every store and I was like, what do you do? What do you do? And then I was like, so I signed up for some martial arts club. I signed up for uh, some other sports club. I signed up for... <laughs> Um, the uh, the Nippon Association, yeah. I, economics, business. Um, I signed up for a bunch, but never actually ended up going to any. So yeah. I guess it, it really is. It comes yeah. down to juggling and timetabling, yeah. whether whether you can do certain things in your yeah. life or not. Yeah. You said that you um you went to O Week with your high school mates. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still keep in touch with them? Yes. Yes, I do. Um. Unfortunately, they're my only friends on uni. Oh, no, we can be so, friends. Yeah, no, we're your friends. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, uh, that just brings up the point that, you know, my expectation of coming into uni was like, oh, you're going to make new friends, easy friends. Yeah, exactly. High school friends. If, if they, The way you made high school friends, it's going to be the same thing. But it really exploded up in me when you yeah, really no, think yeah. that you're never going to have the same class with the same people every day in uni. It just never happens. Yeah, yeah. people who, like, I guess extend that kind of promotional material with relation to universities is are the more outgoing type, the people yeah. who are able to, like, fit in really yeah. easily. So Really social. Yeah, people who can't really, who are have a harder time doing so might be, might have that expectation mm. and be alienated mm. from that mm. because yeah. of the expectation that was built up. Yeah, I was probably more of the outgoing end because I like I haven't kept in touch with my high school friends and like now I'm like trying to reach out like hey not a pyramid yeah. scheme but I haven't seen you for three years but yeah it was like easier for me to make friends at uni just because there was more people and then like if you were really awkward you didn't have to see them again yeah <laughs> true. <laughs> But for yeah, someone who's socially awkward every encounter same. is an awkward encounter <laughs> yeah oh. Oh. Yeah, so with regards to societies, I did my first year at USID, so I... Okay, we get it. You went to USID. <laughs> it's the second time I brought it up, but it's relevant second this time. time this because in, my, 
Because <laughs> my um, first year, I was kind of like risen that I joined a whole bunch of societies. Like, there was a tea society at UCID. It was like where you just go Still to. Still tea? Go, no, okay. you just go to a tea room and drink tea. <gasps> I'd love that. Where's yeah. that society yeah. on UNSW? Why don't you start one? Reach out to start, me. Start one in your in your last term or something. Yeah, yeah, that's all um, And a whole bunch of other societies, but I never really went to any of them. And so when I came to UNSW, I guess that was, I kind of kept that in mind. So I just asked myself, like, what were the things that I really wanted to join? Um, and one of them was photo club, mm. stuff like that. Yeah. And so I was like, yep, I'm dead set on joining this. And I know that I'll be like committed to going to these events and maybe being even more involved at in like a operational slash administrative mm. yeah. level. So yeah, it's just about knowing what you want. Yeah. yeah, I think the main takeaway is quality over quantity. Yeah. I joined a dance society in my second year, and I cannot dance. I don't know. Oh how yeah, I dislocate my hip if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just with society clients. Um, since you came this year, how did you how did you stumble upon media then? Um, I was extended an offer after first year camp which we'll get to, um, because as in, it was an informal offer because I was doing photography for the camp, mm. the 2019 camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I also joined because it was something that I thought would be good because it's not really, it's not really what CSE, what you think of when you think CSE, right? It's not really, yeah. yeah, his articles, his podcasts where we interview people, his some um, creative creative stuff that we output so it's mm-hmm. like a nice change of pace and I've been listening and like before I joined and now I'm still like listening to podcasts and stuff I was like mm, this might be good might be good experience to just get some editing onto my belt maybe dip my hand in some audio mm-hmm. um audio mixing stuff like, like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> audio mixing stuff like that you're gonna do one of these ones yeah <laughs> um so that I don't know maybe it can open some doors for me in the future but yeah. it was more something that I really liked doing. Mm. So mm. it was something that drew me to media. So yeah, this is a plug for <laughs> media itself. Yeah, applications opening soon. Yeah, I was super surprised by like how creative um, the society is, like CSE yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought, like coming in, I didn't know like what programmers yeah, what actually a, did. What a bunch of nerds. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, a bunch of nerds, all they <laughs> do Riz, is... I know, sorry Riz. <laughs> like, oh. All they do is like... Sit in front of a computer all day and code. Yeah, a bunch of dweebs, am I right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah. you know, we're pretty social people. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. No, no, it's great. So, yeah. what do you reckon of the, like the societies you joined initially? How many are you still like an active part of? The Very one, little. This is the only one I'm a part of. Very really? little. I need to restart the recording. I, oh. Uh, I started the recording again. Four. Three, two, one. What were we up to? Societies. Oh, what were you? So, yeah, like, how many societies, societies you joined yeah. at initially? What? Um, Which how many? Are how you? many? Yeah, how many yeah. still? How many do you still keep up? Well, uh, from my experience, I've only got this one. So I've only, I'm only really a part of, um, Comsai. So I'm only a part of this society. I haven't really been following and up to date to the other ones. What about you guys? I joined um, Redback 
racing earlier this year. Oh, they have a society? Yeah. Oh. So I've been doing more of like a consulting yeah. role if they need help with reaching out for like web design assistance oh. and all that. Yeah. So and I'm doing media stuff here. That's well. pretty cool. Yeah. This is the only subcom I've joined, but yeah, I've joined like attended very little. Mm. I could name them like on my hand, literally. Go ahead, name. Oh, okay then. So yeah, uh, Compsci. CSE SOC, I've joined, I've been to some meetings for Math SOC, some, yeah, I've, uh, I know this is kind of, kind of, sound kind of cringy, K-pop SOC, because, <laughs> yeah, I know, I don't seem like the K-pop, yeah, <laughs> um, initially, like, in the first term, um, I did anime SOC, but then I was like, nah, um, I think that's about it more than my lifetime here at uni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like you're making the most of it, which is good. Yeah, but... Pretty big queeb and weeb. Queeb? What's a queeb? Korean. Sorry, I'm old. Same. Same. <laughs> oh, I feel that. Clarence, what about you? Um, <clears throat> uh, I've pretty much kept most of my societies that I've joined because of the previous experience. It's a man of commitment. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also... Slight correction to what we said earlier. There is no video recording because I'm an idiot and I <laughs> did not record. It did not pan out. So give all these hand movements. So we'll have finger guns earlier. Yeah. Aww, wiggles. So we'll have to reserve video recording to <clears throat> perhaps a another time. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So Tommy, since you're heaps old now, um, what were you like as a first year? Wait, can we go back? Heaps old? What is that? You're mean? heaps old. Oh, heaps old! <laughs> oh, yes, I oh, I thought this was young, new, young terms that I don't know. Um, yeah, first year for me. Oh, I I don't remember. It's been so long. <laughs> struggling with yeah. this podcast. Oh, um, let's see. Well, first, some, well, we didn't have trimesters back then. See, I was I was of the time of pre-trimester. Back in my day. Yeah, back in my day. Um, first trimester was like. Oh yeah, I can do it, I can do it, I'll do everything, I'll go to every lecture, every tutorial, I'll wake up early for shit. Yeah, that stopped in like the, in like the third week. I stopped going to lectures, stopped going to tutorials, I bombed classes, I was out. Yeah. Um, so I was a never turn up, don't regret kind of guy mm. for the first semester. Mm. Yeah, I was like you initially. For my, I, would, like, I was like, I went through three phases, literally. I was in my first term, I went, I went five days, all five days, no matter if I had like only a one hour lecture, I still went. I was like the committed guy, you know, doing my whole, like all the labs on time. But then after that, it just went downhill. Mm. Like, so what about? I wish I was smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but like, because everything was so new to me, I hadn't done any programming before. Um, and like maths wasn't my strong point either. So I actually had to like, turn up and like I felt like I was constantly yeah. behind because everyone else was just like you know they like do all the labs and I was like struggling with arrays big brain no I got a small pea-sized brain man yeah I wish I had a bit more um no foresight foresight into oh, exactly. like, yeah. foresight yeah delve into future me yeah well, like second year. yeah what well, would second me second well, year me glasses, say to me so. yeah what sorry your live glasses. Four, so... Four sides. Oh, four, oh. oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, um... What was the question? 
What kind of first you were you? Oh. Yeah, so what kind of first year were you, Clarence? First, second, slash, second year? Um. I was trying to. I was in about first year, first, like first year at UNSW. I think that's the first year anyway. Really? Well, first year at UNSW. I feel like it that's cheating because was... he's had like a. <laughs> first year at UNSW. <laughs> 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 um, but first year, first year. Um, was just trying to keep my head above water because like there was a. I had to do a lot of shit. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, a lot of shit for um, in terms of academics because the course yeah. required it. Mm. So, um, and it was. I know, I didn't really feel committed to it because I also felt kind of lost in first year. Yeah. So that's always hard when you have no, like, little motivation to do so. But first year at UNSW, always good. I, always good because I actually had an idea of what I wanted to do. That's... Yeah, Yeah, I know. I wish, (laughs) looking back, I wish I had, you know... Although I didn't turn up to... I promised myself I would go to every lecture that's at least not comp. That has not turned out. My best track record is 60% of my, one of my maths courses, which okay. is, like, decent. Pretty good. <clears throat> um, but I have not turned up to, like, 95% of my comp lectures. Yeah. At all. I know, it's just not really... Is that the way I, you learn? I zone out really yeah. hard when I listen to listen to or watch complexes because it's not really when you when you do computing you want to actually put your head down and actually like yeah put something up instead of like watching somebody else do it yeah unless it's actually something unless the person who's teaching you is actually actively like kind of guiding you how to do it on a like one-to-one basis like Mm -hmm. paper um paper Paper, programming but that's not to drag the lecturers it's just, it's unavoidable when you're trying to, like, teach a class of, like, 150 plus. Yeah. It's so a different learning style is, like, what you were used to as well. Like. And actually, if you're in first year, it's 300 plus. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a lot. yeah. yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Math killed me. I hate math. Yeah. <laughs> having, having two tutorials <laughs> a week. He's like. <laughs> having two tutorials a week. It was yeah, brutal. Two? Yeah, math has two tutorials. Oh, that's week. trimesters. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, no uh, you guys lucky. <laughs> I remember. It w- one hour uh, tutorials. It's not even that bad, to be honest. Really? What? Yeah. What? I prefer tutorials to lectures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I prefer tutorials and lectures, but ha- coming twice a week rather than coming in one day. Okay, yeah. That's it was, that was like probably what, you know. Were the lectures negative. in the semester system only... Most of them were only one hour? No, no. No, it was like a two-hour lecture and you had another one hour. It's the same... It's the same... It's the same as it is now. It's just... People... I think when we were going through the trimesters article... That's a shameless plug, so... Um, <laughs> trimesters article, we found out that most of what... Like, what we do now, in comp at least, is the same as what we've been doing for the past few years. Um, they've been transitioning to that. So, the our whole two-hour format uh, for mm. one day and then an hour another day or two hours another day is the same as we've done it last year and the previous years. So You just have less weeks to cover the content. Yeah, really. just less yes. weeks. Yeah. But the, the time, the contact hours is pretty much the same. Two-hour lectures are the bane of my existence. Fucking hate <laughs> Oh, you should try three-hour ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I used to blank out. Initially, when I first started, I used to blank out after the first hour. Mm. 
That's why I like went to recordings. After my first hour, I should take like a break. And I don't think you need to take it in. Yeah. Exactly. Just osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was yeah pretty brutal. How are your marks? Are you guys like? That's a that's a lesson I've learned. We don't talk about marks. We just like if you yeah. want friends, don't talk about marks. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's not high so school. So what'd you what you get in your exam today, Tommy? <laughs> don't talk to me about exams. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Oh. But like what's the um what's the study style? Is it like more structured than what it was in high school? Is it still like study? cram like last minute and then i feel like because I, I work full time so i have to you know block out certain hours to study otherwise yeah. i just don't know anything i don't know a lot to begin with and i'm just like if i don't study i don't know anything <laughs> so like yeah you, you get to yeah. a point where you have to you know be somewhat disciplined because you are paying for it yeah yeah, yeah. i know it's a future th- me problem but i am paying for it so. yeah i think um, studying patterns in uni are more personalised in high school they used to teachers used to carry your hand tell you give you homework and diaries yeah diaries oh, yeah. put down what you need to do like give you guide you through what you should be doing like each mm. week mm. but in university it's all up to you you have to set your standards you have to study when you can do how much you need to do yeah mm. I just have a checklist now I just put anything that I need to do as a checklist, and I just go through it. I just go through it as I block out a uh, block yeah. out a time of the week, and I just go up oh, as many things as I can finish. Yeah, I use a um, I use something called Notion where you can like color code your. I basically it's there's like a to do list function. It's like a note taking app, but you could have a to do list function, and I basically color mine with regards to the urgency of what I need to do. Like, uh, you, you guys yeah. can't see this, but, like, for instance, shit like this, red is, like, the most urgent, and then I just, like, go through a checklist. See, I, I wish that. I was, I yeah, organised. Yeah, yeah, I just I can't bring my head and I can't wrap myself around to keeping yeah. myself organised. I can barely keep my uni life organised. I can't no. just organise... I just can't do it. I yeah, know, I you just gotta... Got I, I know it's, like, really reductionist to say just like you just gotta do something but yeah. um, it's just about taking your first step disciplined about yeah. it as in like consistently doing it yeah I always break it down to like what do I have to actually do tomorrow yep. yeah from then I just like work through my never ending backlog of oh, stuff yeah that's me yeah oh. and it's just taking it one step at, one day at a time really so so how intense would you say that is like these your like my, just, my life yeah taking one step at a time how intense would it be oh uh, look when i was in first year i thought like life was hard because i was working like hospo as well oh, so right. that's also like yeah. really draining doing customer service um oh, yeah. and also yeah. learning things that i wasn't naturally good at mm. um oh yeah doing um doing jobs while you're in uni yeah what's that been like for you guys i guess you could continue on your thread yeah, so I, I worked hospital for the first two years, um, and then I was doing my internship um, at the different companies, and so moving from casual work to full-time work, that was another jump. I thought I had it hard before. Um, yeah, it just drains you because you're staring in front of a screen for mm. eight hours a day, and then you have yeah. to go home and then stare at a screen again. Mm. Um, but I think if you have to like keep focusing on why you're doing it, like why you're enjoying it, um, and then yeah. just looking at the end goal, yeah. It's... What was the question? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you guys 
most uni students would be going to work. Oh, yes. During yeah. their uni career, right? That's yeah. At some point, whether it be casual, part-time, or full-time. How is that survive, like? Yeah, yeah how is that... How's that for you guys? How's it like managed to fit into your schedule? Have you found? Yeah, there is no balanced way that you can fit a job and balance uni uni life now. Or social life even. Yeah, social life. Something's gotta give. It's It's like that triangle. Yeah, that triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, but I, I was, I'm so. I guess one of my regrets was giving up my job, uh, in customer service to. To, to fully commit on, yeah. to uni work, yeah. that was a huge regret. Because really, life's not all about uni. It's not all exactly. about getting yeah. a degree. There are so many conflicting interests that you have to do. It's not just uni. It, you know, have to pay for your tuition. You have to pay for car. You have to pay for the little things. Like, like right now, it's hard because I would be studying and I'd be like, yep, that's what I need to focus on. But sometimes going to the shops or to the store, you have to just constantly look at your bank account and be like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's juggling between that uni life and whether there are other things that you need to be invested in. I had a few people tell me I had to, like, quit my job to mm. focus on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would recommend not doing it. It's just yeah. not worth it. Keep your job. Keep your yeah. job. As, as hard as it is, keep your job. Yeah. yeah. And it also, I guess, depends on how s- self-sustaining you are as well. Like, I'm not sure what, um, what the situation is for you guys, but as in in terms of, like, how much of the stuff you do that you pay for yourself. So I, I live at home, I'm lucky enough yeah. to. I yeah, I live at home. Yeah, live at home. Same. We're reaching off our parents. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, same, but... But um, there is a there is a prideful element. You are like an you are an adult now. You are exactly to, like pay for yourself for something. Yeah, you, yeah. you have to take yeah. your own responsibility. Yeah, yeah. stuff Every, like going out with friends yeah. or partying yeah. or or you know paying for small textbooks or something like that. You want to do it yourself. Yeah. Or inadvisable purchases of technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, inadvisable in what way? What What have you bought? Um. I bought a new phone because my one had water damage. Yeah. That's that was like a nine hundred dollar dent out of my bank account. Yeah, but that's reasonable. It's no, but, but it's, it's like a nine hundred dollar phone. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah no. I couldn't look at my fucking bank account for like a week after that because it was just it had what like fifty dollars in it. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yes, but if you're working like um, not as much in compared to uni, it's hard surviving like off the money you have. I remember at times. I used to only have, like, $5 at the end of, like, right before my payday. Yeah. And I was like, how do I survive that? How do I pay for op- my Opal card? Oh, yeah, can we fucking talk about the Opal card? Oh. Yeah, oh, my God. They got rid of the free trips. That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, the other day, I, it was actually yesterday, I went out and I forgot my Opal card at home. Do you know how much a single ticket is? It's five Five sixty bucks, yeah. one way. Oh, my <laughs> one God. Way. <laughs> just Maybe imagine. we should do like the Chileans do. Protest. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, you know, with Scott Morrison trying to ban protests and everything. Oh, oh man, let's, let's, not go, no, let's not go. All I can say is, yikes. Yeah, yikes, indeed. Um, but yeah, it. Oh. I feel for people who, like, first years who who expect to come in and they're like, oh, we're going to come every day and then you exactly. see your Opal account balance and it goes, no. Pew! And especially if you do, like, a $10 re, like, a $10 uh, 
Top up. You top yeah. up every top up, time. Yeah. It goes in two days. It's like you top up in the morning, you top up in the afternoon, and then the next day you have to top up again. Exactly. Really? No, is sorry, for, not top is up. Is this I mean, concession like, card or? Yeah, you tap on. You tap on in the morning. You tap on in the afternoon for like in during peak hour, right? And then the next day you have to automatically top up again. Exactly. Yeah, it's a bit of a raw day. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't yeah. go during peak hour and you go like four days a week, like travel four days a week, you spend like 20 bucks yeah. on More concession. More than that. It's yeah. just, oh, it, yeah, no. it's unbearable. It doesn't seem like a lot, but like it builds up 20 bucks exactly. a week. Yeah. 52 think... weeks a year. No, jeez oh, Louise. Talking yeah, about no. coming in four days a week, like I was coming in five days in first year. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. Like math made me come five days a week. The reality is just, you just can't do it. it. You've got money expectations, you've got, you know, work expectations. You just, it's just so much. Exactly. Oh, getting triggered. I'm just... It's <laughs> <laughs> just being an adult, I guess. Yeah, I know. Being an adult sucks, man. What the fuck? I know. I wish I was 17 again, you know. Less I was, responsibility. I was 17 for most of uni. So really? I, yes, I couldn't yes. drink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Legally. Oh yeah. Legally. <laughs> I was wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. CC Sock does not endorse underage drinking. <laughs> oh, of course, of course not. We're just free spirited. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so you and Sub you recently transitioned from semesters to trimesters. And Tommy mm. just wrote an art- article about it. Yes, another shameless plug. But since you guys knew how it was under semesters, how has that changed now that trimesters has come along? And then we can have Riz's perspective since he mm. hasn't yeah. known anything but um, trimesters. I'm a naive boy. Mm. Yep, so you guys? I was actually on the car on the way here thinking about that. I was like, how do I compare a trimester to a semester? And I think about the workload, I think about how much I've done in the past. So first year, I went all out. I went four courses a semester. I think that's another expectation. You just yeah. expect that you're going to do four courses exactly. a semester. I thought I was going to overload. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, but then yeah, no. I learned... Yeah, everybody thinks overloading is easy before you actually do yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I did four courses unless you're, a semester. Unless you're a big brain. Sorry. <laughs> Three semesters. It was not fun. But comparing that workload to a trimester workload, I actually don't see the difference. As much as I wrote that trimester article, I actually don't see the difference between the workload of a four of a four course semester to a three course trimester. That's just numbers though, but if you think yeah. about your experience. Yeah, so that's what I meant. Yeah. But like experience wise, if that's if so so people to not just, you know, have a vague idea of yeah, my experience, but that was the numbers. Mm. But experience wise, I just it felt the same. The only thing that felt different is the mid sem. When yeah. you had that mid-term break, again, I wrote this in my article, um, that there was there was a nice rest period. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to a pit stop and you had a rest and you were able to, you know, go back through everything and that you learned. Catch up. Yeah, and catch yeah. up yeah. and prepare for the next five weeks or whatever, how many weeks it is. Stuvac too. Yeah, yeah. And Stuvac was longer. But I, this may be a very conflicted opinion, but I do not think trimester, the transition to trimesters was, is bad. Yeah, I think a lot of the, my opinions on trimesters were initially coming to uni were built on stigma. Mm. Like, a lot of mm. stereotypes yeah. about, oh, yeah, people complaining about um, not having enough time in, for you. It's a bit of an echo chamber, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, mm. it does. It, it's, 
Well, yeah, so for the present, people just like to complain, but I yeah. think some of it is valid. Yeah, you just think, yeah. To, people just, don't like change. You just need to be critical yeah. about it. Yeah, like, there are some bits that aren't as bad as people say. There are some bits which are true. Yeah, really bad. True. Like yeah. the semester, like the semester break being cut down from like um, four weeks. Four, four, six, six. Is it six weeks or four weeks? Oh, I can't no. remember. It was I four weeks. Anyways, it was slashed. I looked at. It was slashed at least half. That's. Yeah. Pretty bad. Stuvac is reduced from like a week to like two, three, three days. Three two days. days. Two days. Two, two days. days. Two days to catch up on yeah. ten weeks of uni work. Um, uh, so like, sure, there's some things that have been exaggerated, but like, I don't know. It's been an okay experience. But we do want to note okay. that this is an individual experience. Yes, for of course. We're not yeah. trying to. This is anecdotal. Yeah, we're not trying statistical. to. What, what, not trying to sleep it under the rug or yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is any more thoughts on trimesters? Because you um, didn't come from. No, I yeah. didn't do semesters, so. You don't know any different. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I'm naive boy, so I don't know. Um, it's not really different to high school. Uh, True, eh? Because it's like. Because yeah, you're coming every day. Uh, every day of every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still doing the same amount of studying. I think people. Like before, I that's what I imagine. Um, were complaining because they studied less, or like I don't know. Some people I've seen calling um, people snowflakes for you know, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly for <laughs> complaining about there. trimesters. <laughs> for complaining about trimesters. Yeah, because they're complaining about not having enough time to study. There's some people who like pull up your pants and just go, you know, push oh, yes, on the physical impossibility of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, but I don't think my studying pattern, like the amount of time I study, has changed from high school. Yeah. Mm. It, but I don't know. But then again, you got to balance it with literally everything else. Exactly. That the main reason, like I think, I found trimesters hard. I don't know if it was if you had the same experience in semesters. Is because I had to add on like my responsibilities as a job. Um. You know. Um. Doing like more work, mm. yeah. yeah. It was social life, etc. It's it yeah. still is like that. Yeah. Um, but I think as you get older and you do you do more years in your degree, you find to you find that you let go of a lot. Like you don't have of my weight. In the sense of <laughs> physical exercise. I got tough mudder next week and I can't even run ten k. The no. course is sixteen. Ooh, good luck. <laughs> um. Yeah, but it's not about you don't hold on to your your dogmatic ways anymore. You learn just to let things go. Yeah. I think like that first year I had just doing yeah. four courses a semester. I thought I had to do it, and then people changed my mind. And I was just like, okay, I'm letting things go. Don't go to lectures. You just, don't ha- do just have a broader perspective. Yeah, yeah. you're not sort of like single-minded. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the this this isn't a dig at selective schools, but like the selective school culture sort of like comes into you and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. People are just like. Oh. People were just like flexing, and then I came from exactly. a public school, so I, I was just uh, like. Actually, actually I, didn't. I came from a selective. School. I came from selective. Okay, school. okay. I came okay. from a Catholic school. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah. yeah, the highly, the highly competitive nature of especially like the top selective schools exactly. really translates into UNSW. Yeah, I was like, I mean, the hell? uni. It's like, <laughs> it's really weird because you don't. There's no obligation for you to do so, unless you really get value out of 
It's yeah, like, yeah, what are you good. looking for? Like, do you look for external validation or is it's it internal conformity. validation? It's, is it's, it? it's conformity. It's just you want to conform to what other people have done and the vast majority have done. And so, as I said, you, you just learn to let that all go. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> I hope so. So speaking of high school, actually, um, Riz, you mentioned that in terms of study, it wasn't really that different from what you experienced in high school. Yeah. Um, what? Can you go into a bit more detail about that? Yeah, and what well, were some other... My like... studying patterns have definitely changed. Like, I... For better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> I guess both ways, I guess. Um, well, since I'm doing comp obviously, um, doing... I, there's not much to study for programming. It's more practice-based. So... That's... Um, that's yeah, stu- studying yeah, for, for comp is just you need to, um, I reckon all you need to do is you need to consistently do it. Yeah, exactly, so practice. Can, can consistently apply the skills that you've learned and like... So yeah, it's like not a, yeah. like a change in like the hours I'm studying, it's a change in the way I'm studying. As in you can't really cram for comps. Exactly. Yeah, if you don't know it, you don't know it. Yeah. 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 I find that different from a third year's perspective. Now that we're in our third year, I feel like the first few years, first and first and second year, was more practical, more hands on. It's foundational. Yeah, yeah, code, learn how to code, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then when you get to third level, third year level courses like you know doing OS or networks, it, it's content heavy. There's not yeah, much. Yeah, that's true. I don't remember doing much coding in OS, more as of understanding how how, how, every, how it works. works. Yeah. So in that sense, that yeah. there, there's a divide there in that first year where people think, oh, it's just all coding. But when you get to your third year. You gotta hunker down. You gotta start studying like how you did back in high school, and it's hard yeah. to get back into that routine yeah. because of yeah. Yeah. So, what yeah. were were there any differences or more similar similarities um, with what you experienced in high school? I guess this extends to everyone as well. Um, I actually don't remember. Yeah, it's so old. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot. We're just old. I'm just crying about how old I am. <laughs> Imagine being two decades old. I am two decades old. <laughs> I know. What That's the point. <laughs> I don't uh, have to imagine that. I'm living it. And then you're like super young in the workforce. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, All my colleagues yeah. are like in their 30s or 40s. Can have and a podcast of that later on. Having a, They were actually a asked to be on oh, did podcast. They? So oh. yeah, we might okay. yeah. expect it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, going back to high school. Um, I don't know. I don't remember... St- Studying in high school, really? I was very diligent, but... Yeah, I mean, it was diligence. It wasn't... It was due diligence. Like but that. I don't feel like I had a lot on... Yeah, yeah I remember. I, I was really organised, so I, I never... I, I know it's going to be surprising, but I don't think I've stayed past 12 any night in high... E12. Yeah, Whack. Yeah, I know. No, I said I'm badly kind of it, Because <laughs> I would... I to, like, you know, as... Work hard, uh, pull my, as you said, pull by my bootstraps or whatever, mm. you know. And I used to be so want to be so organized, you know, keep my sleep schedule. But now I'm in uni, uh, I'm. I think I just let go of that. I'm I'll like, let go of sleep. Yeah, no, I <laughs> now I don't feel like caring about sleep. I'm like, you know, oh maybe I should watch some YouTube videos. And it goes way into like three o'clock in the night, and then I'm away. Oh, I have to study for this now. So yeah. I think I've been staying later mm. because of uni. I, and I think it's mainly because of expectations. Uh, uni's probably, you have to, you know, not going to be that much content or as year 12. 
as per se people say. Yeah. But yeah. I, I guess th- yeah, sorry. Um but I was just thinking that I may be a bit of a pessimistic a pessimist here, but it really doesn't end with uni. Like, exactly. We've got high school uh, we've got high school students coming out of the HSC now, they're finishing up. Yeah. And they think they think coming into uni is oh I just sound really old. They they just think coming into uni is be all and end all. It was the end exactly. all of what high school was. High school, getting to uni, or of course, vocational study, or whatever yeah. it is. But and it's like now what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's like they get here and they go. Well, I got I got here and I said, well, now what? What do I do with this? I got it. I'm gonna get a degree, but what am I gonna do with it? Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's another big problem with yeah. the mindset of the top like selective school students. Yeah. As well. It's like they, in, in what way though? Like the HSC is to a large majority. The HSC is like the main focus and what happens afterwards is like an afterthought. I'm curious because I came from a public school, like what was the culture like in terms of like studying in selected schools because um, I have this I went to, yeah, I went to North Sydney Boys. What was your stereotype? Because Falcons! Like, uh, yeah, but like what was, it, what, was it, what was your stereotype? No, I feel like the stereotype was you just like went to the library and studied or went to like um, tuition centres. Oh. I don't think... Um, selection and schools were as much. intense as people think they yeah. are. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. pretty normal. I think. Okay. It de- like depends on. Depends on the people. Yeah, exactly. As, as in, it depends on the people and your the parents' um, attitude towards exactly. study. Yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm meeting people from selected schools, and I'm like, you guys are kind of normal. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of it was supplemented by tutoring, but they're pretty normal. Like, yeah, I don't feel that I came from a Catholic school so it's away from yeah. the public system but it's also kind of away from the selective school it felt that selective school students really set the trend they set the trend in what was going to be dictated for everyone else in the sense that oh, how much effort you should be putting in or you know yeah. what should you be doing on a, it's uh, like on a, a day more like now. a figurehead or, or if they go out to party should we be doing the same thing so coming from a Catholic system it or an independent system it doesn't it feels like we're disconnected so it really felt when I came to I came to uni it was really this as I said conformity this horde mentality um, horde Head. mentality that came from selective schools that I had to just study 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 in but it wasn't really mm-hmm. like that when I actually met uh, selective school students they yeah. were like really chilled and laid back and yeah I think my experience was pretty normalized because I went to like a high, partially selective so we had community yeah. students okay, yeah. and selective students so engaging with them I think they understood that we weren't as intense as they think um, we are. And mm. and we understood that they're not so different from us either. That they, I knew some people in Kenya, like the non-selective side, they used to like work, some of them used to work way harder than us. They used to um, study like late till night. And then we, us as like selective students, we used to look at them and we're like, are we falling behind or something? Mm. Is it like... Mm. Are we because I think like you said, we felt like we set a standard as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I disagree with the artificial stratification of education. Whoa, whoa, big terms. No, as in like artificial stratification. No, like it. That's literally it. Like please, your, no, no, please explain. What that no, I don't actually know what's no, that. No, because yeah. it's like um, the people who go to selective schools and the people who go to public schools or mixed schools or like mm. independent schools. Mm. If you judge them as a whole, they're not the distribution of academic performance is not going to be too different. Like the 
distribution-wise. Oh, I go. I disagree with No, as that. in, like, sorry, as in the people who put in the amount of effort is going to be pretty constant throughout most schools. You would, you would hope yeah. that yeah. students, yeah. students, just society in general, mm. would like to value but, but it's just, like, I effort. disagree with the amount of worth um, I guess people assign to a particular level of it's education. like a social status. Yeah, almost. exactly. Yeah. So that's what I mean by like stratification. Yeah. Okay. You shouldn't be judged by what school. Exactly, and I think in uni, um, like people are not worrying about more about the high school they came from. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, when I when I <laughs> yeah when I meet like new friends and I. I speak with them, I get to know them, and afterwards I find out, oh wait, you went James Russo and Borkham Hills? And yeah, then I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, you guys are pretty similar to us, because in high school I used to imagine these guys, you know, like, don't want to, you know, extend the stereotype, but they were like super nerdy, wore glasses, studying 24-7, like that. And, um, I don't know, for NSV, I still think you guys were, you know, pretty uptight, uh, you know, spoiled, kind of. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Was, yeah. was, that, was that true? Um, yeah, but you guys, now that I've met so many people from different schools, I'm like, you guys are not so different from us. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I think university is like a good melting pot. Like, from, mm. yeah, for, it like... It opens your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you'd like, you're not judging people from, like, their school they come from or where they come from it's you're not judging other bubbles from inside your own bubble <laughs> yeah exactly bubbles. Yeah. yeah maybe we should talk about like what mistakes we made yeah. in our first oh, year oh and uh, biggest regrets as well yeah Oof. no I have so many regrets cool thanks for getting us don't stop <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me oh, I don't know there were so many regrets that I have and I and I wrote it Another shameless plug for the first year guide that I also wrote an article there when I said um, it's hard. It's hard trying to figure out what you want to do in life and it can take time. So I regret the amount of time that it needed. I needed to, to figure out where I wanted to do. Mm. Like, again, I only started the ComSci course this year. It took me two years to figure out what I actually wanted to do. But during that process, I didn't think clearly enough. I, I wish, again, I wish I had foresight. And Did I, you feel like you had a lot of outside noise um, trying to influence you? Or were you no, I, I felt like there wasn't outside enough outside noise. Oh, okay. I, there wasn't enough advice or information to inform my opinions. Yeah. What I had was I had to go off my high school friends. Um, so I'm still really close with them, but they helped inform inform my views but mm -hmm. there wasn't really an outside nor exterior and it may sound very dodgy but I actually made I've actually finally made the decision to change into comp sci based on a fortune teller what? yeah it sounds dodgy what? but she was right she I she said this year like she okay don't Isn't imagine super vague yeah no no well but like was it wasn't it wasn't like mystic ball kind of thing. Okay. She was in, I think it was more tarot card things, but it wasn't me. My mum went. And so, <laughs> and so she said, uh, what do you think about my son? Because mum always had a differing opinion of what I should have Wait, done. Honestly, 
If I went to a fortune teller and they didn't have a, like, crystal ball, I'd want a refund. It's the crystal it's, ball that completes the experience. But that's a Western ideal of what a fortune teller is. We are more It's more of, like, a soothsayer in Asian culture. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no incense or anything like that. <laughs> no, like, chicken bones that you break. It was just, or, like, <laughs> looking at ribs. Or yeah, like, no, no, no nothing like that. No, nothing creepy. Just, she just Wish sat bones. down and we, like, they had a conversation and I was just like, oh, Our, what did you want to ask about? Why can't we just go back to the days when fortune tellers would kill a bull, rip out their guts and see how it falls? Yeah. And then do that from that. <laughs> but, yeah, so she was like, mum was like, oh... Um, what do you see in the prospective future for my son? And the fortune teller goes, hmm, it looks like he'll be changing his job soon. And my mum goes, he doesn't have a job. <laughs> I was like, ouch. But she was like, oh, well, something career-wise. And, and mum goes, well, I don't know what the career-wise is going to be, but do you think it's a good decision? She goes, the, the soothsayer. She goes, yep. So I was like, hmm, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just change. I'll change my whole life based on some things that, that some, like some soothsayer said. Talk about a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, <laughs> I self-fulfilled my own prophecy. But hey, it was a good decision. And it, it, was, it was a thing that I needed just to yank me out of my own mind and say, look, you know. It wasn't just that. It was, it was more of saying there are external things you can't control and you'll... Life will just take you wherever. You just make the decision that you think is best in that moment. Yeah. So it's just a tipping point. Yeah. It just pew, pushed me over the edge. And I'm still falling. But mm. we'll see how it goes <laughs> at the end of this year. Yeah. yeah. Similar to you, like, I was stressing a lot about, like, if comp sci was right for me. Um, Same. Especially yeah. that I didn't know what the hell was going on for, like, the first semester. Mm. I did think of dropping out and going back to, like, health sciences or mm. nutrition. Mm. Um. And ironically, like, in that first couple of years, I did, like, let my health and nutrition slip a lot, and I yeah. wish that I had taken care of, Same. like, what made me happy. Yeah. Um, the, 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 that's one Taking care you think yeah. you're going to glow up, but you actually just blow out. Yeah. yeah. I think weight-wise. Yeah, like I think I th- taking care of your mental health, especially during the first six months, mm-hmm. is really important, because mm-hmm. it was pretty hard yep. for me. Yeah. yeah. Yep, just got to set um. As in, try to set grounded expectations. Exactly. And yeah. talk to friend, talk to people who have experienced uni from like all over the, all over the whatever spectrum, spectrum you mm. want to like go into stuff like that, because mm-hmm. I don't know going into uni with a perspective that has been informed by people in your bubble, like your high school bubble, or just yourself. Or whatever expectations you got from media mm. is not going to be very conducive to being having good mental health. Yeah, I reckon. So on that note, what was your regret? What was your biggest regret, Clarence? Um, not thinking about what I wanted to do in year twelve. Yeah. In because oh, yeah. like oh. I I chose my degree because. Okay, I'm gonna call out you said, but like. <laughs> <laughs> um, this type. I kind of got clickbaited into doing the course that I did. It was called um, Bachelor of Science and Advanced Studies, open bracket. Oh, Dale Studies. Scholar. No, Dale yeah. Scholar. Oh, yeah. Close bracket. When you get bar I was like, yeah. hmm, that sounds good because I also didn't apply for any scholarships. Also apply for scholarships, by the way. I think in UNSW, wait, no, sorry. In UNSW, you have to apply separately for each individual scholarship. Yeah. But yeah, you said yeah. you have to, you apply once and then that applies to all scholarships. Yeah. But... I was like, since I didn't apply for any scholarships, 
I was like, hmm, this might be okay. And it, the program sounded good because the Dale Scholars is a program. Mm-hmm. And turns out it was in its, like, fir- if not its first year of deployment, it was in, like, its initial stages of deployment. Mm-hmm. And it was very bare bones. Didn't uh, really benefit. Yeah. And I didn't really... I liked science, but I didn't really like... Didn't really like... Um, I guess USID itself. S- sorry, guys. But... Um, was so, it for you? Huh? It wasn't, like, for you. Yeah, it wasn't for me. It just wasn't... Mm-hmm. It wasn't conducive to my learning experience. And so... And so I, I really want to ask, like, what pushed you to come to UNSW? Like, that's such a huge decision. Exactly. It's like, oh, I'm going to... Transfer. Transfer. Yeah, I find, I find it so hard. Like, yeah, people, making... You make friends in your first year, and then moving on to like, a completely different uni, completely new people. Exactly. Just got to take that step. Yeah. I wish I was. Lots of administration work too. Exactly. Yeah, it was really confusing. I was like, I was doing UAC and then I didn't. Ah, okay. Because, like, I finished my HSC the year before I went to use it, so, like, my ATAR was still valid to get into stuff. So I was doing that, and then I don't think I had. Like, it wasn't very transparent in that I didn't know if my application had been submitted or if I was accepted. Mm. Mm. Um, you just like turn up to, <laughs> it'll be like, yeah. Hey. And also the credit the credit transfer system is whack. It's like you gotta email, you gotta mail it in, like you gotta literally put it in a parcel and then mail it in. Mm. Wow. So I don't know. So you have no idea if you get accepted or not, and until like a few weeks afterwards, after like a few weeks before like uni starts and stuff like that, mm. where you have to basically rejig your entire unit selection, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, biggest mistake was just not knowing what I wanted to do. I should have talked to more people who were older and had more experience than me yeah. in fields that I was interested in, um, about what their experience was, what they've recommended. Um, and yeah, I mean, I did talk to people, but most of them were like from the business side of degrees and I was like, mm. haha, no thanks. <laughs> and so I didn't know what to do. Because as a first generation, sorry, as a son of um, immigrants, again, like you, Tommy, um, the entire purpose of your parents coming to a country like Australia is so that their children would have a better future than them. And with that comes the responsibility responsibility and the, um, the expectation that you go to uni, you get a good job, Exactly. That pays well, and then that's your life essentially. So I know it was it was hard, mm, but yeah. luckily my parents are are supportive of whatever I do. So mm. as long as I do well. <laughs> With your regrets, well, continuing on from like what I just said before, I think pacing myself during my first few terms, I think I pushed myself into the deep end way too fast, like like subcom doing going to different um, subcommittees and going trying to do, do social life on mm. top of my job, on top of uni. I think I, going too fast, it, I didn't really have time for myself. Mm. Yeah, it was... I don't know. I, th- I wish I had, like, you know, thought about the time... Um, the, if I thought about what time I would leave for myself, 
Like, at least giving myself one hour to spend with my dog or thinking of, or even on the bed thinking about anything. Yeah. It would have been so much better. I'd, because uni just goes past your head. Time's going by so fast. You're like... Can and you then, imagine you're in the third? Yeah, I know. This time last year, you were doing anything to see. I was just looking back. I see, like, um, Facebook sent me, like, one-year memories, and I'm like, that felt like yesterday. Yeah. You're making yeah. Tommy... You're, Tommy, you're making Tommy remind him of his age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but, well, a question I really wanted to ask Jen was, what do you think... Um, do you think that the rush that first years find themselves is warranted? Like, from our perspective now, do you think that was, you know... Has it made us who we've become? Do you think it's shaped us in any way? I think, honestly, what, where you want to go next now, looking back, it depends on what you're exposed to at that point of your life. So I didn't yeah. really have much... When I was graduating, Like I didn't have much of an idea of what I wanted to do. I knew that you know, I liked sport, but I also liked money. Um, <laughs> so I thought, okay, being... I'm an immigrant as well. Yeah. So... I was like, okay, I've just got to do what's best for, like, my stability um, or to go down this money path. And I'm like, okay, but, like, what? I don't know what I like in this field. So I'm trying to, like, find my niche now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worrying so much about where I need to be. Like, oh, my God, like, my friends are getting engaged. Exactly. Oh, yeah, they are. Some of them are getting engaged. Oh, I'm like, oh, my people God. People getting married. And they've like, got rings on Facebook. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I saw a post where, like, this... This 19-year-old girl was, like, engaged already and she's, like, getting married. Not a problem there. We're not busy. Yeah, yeah. That's but, great. But, yeah, no. It's like, it's... But so you start thinking of, yeah, like, like, oh, my God, do I need to settle position. down? Do I need to, like, get a full-time job straight out? Do I need to, like, not travel? Um, but now, But that comes with that comes with the years. It comes with the age. Yeah, like, now it's... Exactly. We have to start thinking yeah. about that. But now it's like, I'm just going to go with the, the flow. flow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I guess it's... I guess that responses might be chalked up to because um, basically everything up to the HSC was like single track, like exactly linear, right. Yeah, it was and just then, like yeah, and then once you get everyone... to uni, everybody has their own lives and they can tackle it however they want. So it like really yeah. branches out, but you don't really see that until you see other people like branching out until well. you do it yourself, pretty yeah, much, yeah. or until yeah. you do a retrospective like this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say, I don't know, you can take risks, but make sure they're calculated and make sure you have something to fall back on. Yeah. And of course, yeah. don't calculate, don't dwell too much on it. Just, yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah. don't overthink Yeah, I think that was like, also another regret yeah. of mine. Like, overthinking what I wanted to do. Mm. I was like, oh, wait, if I do commerce, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to get these opportunities, job opportunities. If I do science, I get these job opportunities. And I was always thinking, I'm like, yeah. oh, what do I do? There, like, I'm calculating, uh, you know, if I, once I leave uni, I, I used to go on seek.com, oh yeah, science jobs for <laughs> undergraduates, how much do they pay? And I, I think worrying about that was useless for me. Uh, useless for you in like that stage of your life? Yeah, or? that stage, mm. obviously. Yeah, yeah. Looking for grad jobs now, I'm like yeah. benchmarking, but. Yeah, like. back in year 12, I don't think looking at, obviously you want to know job prospects, mm. like worrying too much about where you're going to end up, I think is, you know, not conducive to your mental health. Yeah. 
when I transferred into UNSW, it was after a year of studies, right? Mm-hmm. And people were asking me, like, are you... Why are you doing this? Um, are you sure about this? Are you sure that you want to, like, I guess, kind of... Throw, quote unquote throw away or start over like a year of studies a year is nothing yeah exactly so exactly. like you gotta keep it in perspective um mm. you're we're we, we joke that Tommy's old but you're 20 we're <laughs> we're the same age yeah. <laughs> I'm copying it we're like young as we've got so much time on our hands to like properly fathom what we want to do for the rest of our lives yeah so yeah taking a, a bit of time to just actually understand what you want to do is super is really valuable so like adding on to the point that jen made don't rush into it Mm. take your time with it actually understand what you want to do why you want to do it because you're going to be stuck with that for the rest of your life yeah another Mm -hmm. regret i kind of think about now is like i wanted to go on a gap year actually oh that was that was yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. continue sorry but I, I thought, oh, I'm 17, I can't really do much. Or afford it. Uh, or afford, yeah. Or <laughs> I was working in hospital, so it was, money wasn't great. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll just like do what everyone else does and just go to uni. But now I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm in my third year, I'm looking at grad jobs, and I'm like, oh, am I gonna, ever going to have a year off doing anything? Yeah. And like, I don't know, it's a bit of a hard pill to swallow to think that you're just going to, go through the motions for the rest of your life and I don't think your life has to be that way but mm-hmm. it's just something to keep into consideration that you know you only really do have one life mm. there's Cliché. there's things you need you want to do mm. so don't be afraid to get out there and do them yeah yeah I, I just want to jump in here just I kind of give this advice to every high school student so we're talking about you know going into high school going from high school to uni and I think don't take for granted the transition period between that, the, the break yeah, the that you holidays. have now. Yeah, no. yeah. Take HGC. your time, think exactly. about what you want to do, but also live life during this moment. Like, if you decide not to take a gap year, then this moment this this moment between high school and and uni is a great way to really mm. give yourself the time. You know, no HSC, no uni yet. Give yourself the time to think about things, you know. Absolutely if, zero obligations. Yeah, exactly. absolutely none. Yeah. You want to go, go ahead. Is it maybe work, but... Yeah, <laughs> of course, maybe work. But I, I do want to recount one time that it was right after HSC and I hadn't had a clue what I wanted to do for uni. And actually, I did. I was actually going to go to UCID first. Um, but I went out with friends and we had a three-day beach house kind of thing. And that really helped me settle my mind, really mm-hmm. talk to them about uh, my, you know, my fears and my tribulations and really figure out what the next year, just for the next year, what that was going to entitle for me. And sure, you you know, hearing throughout the podcast, I didn't make the correct choices, I didn't make the right choices, but at least I started from somewhere. And so that holiday period between high school and uni is always a good opportunity. Don't take it for granted to to think Mm -hmm. about things. So you can use that period as a time to sort of like reflect on what I wanted. Yeah. And like Mm -hmm. also reflected on my support network, mm-hmm. like not yeah. dissing like any of my high school friends or yeah. anything, but yeah. um, I felt like our paths were definitely Brand. diverging yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then that's okay. Like you're not going to stay friends with everyone forever, but you just have to think about like what values you want to live your life by. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That went kind of deep. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that that process is not exclusively just for before uni. No, it's, it's like all the time. Of course, of course not. Yeah, but... It's just, uh, it was... It so was something you think about in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you, you just think HSC is done and I'm going to have parties and I'm just going to you know, yeah. live life. Like, <laughs> just start, you know, directionally moving yourself towards what you think you want to do. Yeah. And holidays so, are super important. Go on a holiday. I didn't go on a holiday. Oh, holiday. <laughs> I went on my first holiday in like a first proper one like a few months ago. Where to? Um, New Zealand. Ah, oh, that's right. So, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I went by myself. And then that was pretty fun. Solo trip. Yeah, solo oh trip. Oh my god, I always wanted yeah. to do one of those. No, it's good. Yeah, you meet like a whole bunch of people and then they, they like don't know how awkward you are. Oh, because like they don't know you. <laughs> and like next day you might not even see them, so it's all good. Oh, I was on a tour bus oh, with like a few okay. of them for like a week, but oh, yeah. I was thinking hostel wise. Oh, I was at hostels as oh, well, yeah. but was, yeah. yeah. How was the um how was the holiday experience with the trimesters now because the whole seven like absolutely yeah shit. trash I went for two weeks two I'd weeks trash <laughs> so tr- trash oh my god sad thing is um, my the school holidays like term holidays are completely different to um, any other holidays, holidays. Yeah. so when my sister has holidays um, I, I'm usually in like my mid-sems or like during week A week 9 do you know UTS is finished now yeah, but yeah, my no. partner goes to UTS universities and he's done. Are <laughs> done. Oh, and I'm so devastated. So, making holidays, it's so hard to plan for our family. So, and my parents don't want to go, like, without me. Yeah. So, my sister's been suffering as well. Yeah. She has not gone anywhere this whole year. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like, you know. Yeah, it's only beneficial for people within, like, if it's, it's only beneficial for people exclusively within UNSW. Oh, like, there's no ties. Even though, no, as in, like, there's no ties outside. Oh, y- yeah, in that sense. But yeah. it's just, it's already so hard coordinating with people. Yeah. And you're short of such a short frame. It's like, we wanted to do, I don't know, some Melbourne trip th- at the end of this year. Can't I'm do going that. to Melbourne. Yeah, can't do come, that. No, come to Melbourne with oh, me. Great. <laughs> I have an invitation there. So, but, but it's so hard to coordinate when people are doing so many things at so many different times of their yeah. lives. And the, the, the break is so much shorter. So you have... So much less time to do things in. Um, oh, sorry, one plug here. I did have in my first year a Japan trip. I know that's cliche, but the the holiday system really allowed for that, and it really again it's a refresher. But bloody hell, trash holiday system right yeah. now. <laughs> I thought I did go to China with a friend for like two weeks. Just went all over. It was really tiring. Yeah, because yeah, you come out of uni and you yeah. go on holiday and then you don't have a rest and you're back into Oh, yeah, it was like, it was a two-week thing. Yeah. But it was like 10 days of basically constant hiking and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's and like, then, go, go, go. Yeah, and then yeah. the day I came back to Sydney... And you're like flat out tired and you can't yeah, go term had already uni. started. Yeah. Term had already started by the time I came back it. to uni, so I had to like Ooh. go to uni the day after. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was That's a good experience. brutal. Yeah. Anyways. Speaking of experiences, um, what kind of... Cool opportunities that you guys, you know, get your hands Do on. Do sort of media. Yeah. 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 Plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> Absolutely shameless. Yeah. If you're listening, do apply. It's, yeah. it's, it's good. It's probably the best part. Our of directors me. did not tell us to say this. We are saying this yep. of our own accord. And you might even have a, one of us as your directors next year. So hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Probably not me, sorry. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I never say it, but yeah. Me neither. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> exactly. So the question was subcom experiences. Yeah. Or just so quest- like, experiences oh, just in experiences general. in general, but we can go into a bit of subcom stuff. Um, I reckon getting involved in one or two societies proper yeah. is a good in thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because I'm also a part of photo club and that's it's been really good in that I've connected with people who share like the same passions and I've mm-hmm. connected with yeah. people who are like I wouldn't have connections with otherwise mm-hmm. like for instance yesterday we had like a guest speaker in who was like did I say this to you guys? Yeah. Yeah, top 10 photographer in, like, Sydney oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she does, like... Her shots are so good. They're so... They're, they're really good. Mm. If you want to search her up, she's called Lucy Alcorn. Just search her up later. She's okay. really good. Oh, we'll um, put it in the description we'll put it in the somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then we had a chat. And then I was like... And then she... She did photography studies, like, film studies or something at UNSW. So, like, at the Paddington campus. Oh, I always forget that there's a campus there. Yeah, and so, yeah, so just doing that, getting really involved in photo club allowed me to, like, get that kind of personal rapport with people I wouldn't usually meet, especially since I'm doing a very STEM-heavy degree. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. never get the opportunity to, like, meet someone as, like, experienced or as knowledgeable as her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tommy? Oh, uh, same way to me. Um, again... No society experience, so this, again, this is my first year heavily being invested into a society, um, actually joining a subcommittee, and for those, for those who are out like me, and in their first year and said, ah, oh, I don't have time for this, you, you should do. make time, just... yeah, you should make time yeah. for it. It, it, it is something that is beneficial for you, you know, to take your mind thing off, just, you know, off of work or off of, um, off of uni life, it's something creative for you to explore what your passions are in, mm. yeah, and... Again, another shameless plug. We're really supportive. Um, CCSOC is really supportive of what you want to do. If you yeah. wanted to, you know, especially in media, if you wanted to research about a certain topic, go ahead. You do it. You write an article, do a video, do a podcast, do, do what you think fancies you, what tickles you. But, um, yeah, but... What medium best fits the message. Yeah. Yeah. But it allows you to explore that. And so you should join societies for that aspect, allowing you to see what explore what you want to do outside of work outside of uni mm-hmm. yeah like if you asked me two three years ago if i would ever be on a podcast i'd be like no, no way no. <laughs> if you asked me last year dorky, i'd be like eh, <laughs> i keep it i see people on the train listening to podcasts what the hell are you doing <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah yeah what are yours um well an experience i had was pretty cool was um performing at k-core K-Core? What's K-Core? K-Pop. 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 K-Pop.
equivalent to that amount over the over term two. Mm. That's how much we literally had no time. Yeah. But then between term two and term three, we we didn't initially want to perform for K Core. We wanted to like record and put on YouTube, maybe get like. 10 views maybe something and how many We're, views have you got now <laughs> i don't know man for <laughs> hundreds probably i don't know i haven't checked in a while but yeah we were so surprised we made it in because we didn't think we were that good either oh well we'll have to put this video in the description <laughs> <laughs> and we found um the photographer clarence was talking about so her instagram handle is lucy underscore alcorn a l c o r n wow yeah. she's good yeah she's really yeah. good she's so good Damn. Anyways. So but yeah, that was the same for what Riz was talking about with Keikor. It's the same with any society, really. Yeah. Our, we, our society, it took me, what, a whole trimester to write that article. And it takes a while, but if you put yeah. in the effort, the, there are returns. There yeah. are there are returns Absolutely. out of this. Did any of you guys go to um, first year camp? No, I didn't have time. I'm out. Nope. I didn't go as a campy, but I went as a photographer, which is, like, not... A camp e nor a camp leader. It was a good experience. Mm. It was really good. Behind I, the scenes. Yeah, I highly recommend um anybody who's first year to go. Yeah. It's um. I expect, you guys who are listening have heard stories of other camps at UNSW. CSC Salt Camp is pretty. Wholesome. Uh, <laughs> to use the overword. Overused word, yes. It's kind of wholesome. It's not as rowdy, but we do know how to have fun, even though we're a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that's another one of my regrets, not going to first year camp. It's where I see most of the cliques that form. The cliques that form, I see, have formed from first year camp, and they come out of first year camp still quite tight, and so it's hard to, as an outsider, to penetrate. <laughs> <laughs> But it's hard for you to enter that. That's so hard, but we still find it funny. Moving on, moving on. But yeah, but it, it's hard to it's hard to get into those social circles without you know first being there when it was formed. So really, really take that opportunity to go to fir- uh, first year camp. Of course, I didn't go, but don't mean doesn't mean you shouldn't. So I went to yeah. a first year camp. It was a really good experience. Met yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Cool. So, I believe one of our main concerns... Sorry, one, I believe not one of our main concerns, but one of our concerns when we came into uni or are in first year or before we even came to uni was jobs and internships. I see the main theme for all of us was finding a position that would guarantee stability. Right. Yeah. So, how would... I don't know, what's your advice for people who are coming into uni and are expecting to land like a job or an internship or or are gutting really hard? <laughs> well, you've got like two dis two like distinct opposite. We've got Jen who's actually got a job and me who's still looking for one. So I think, but in that in I, that sense, is Riz also? also I'm, I'm doing part time. Well, we're we're at the point where the yeah. third is when you when you oh, think yeah. of opportunities to go into the tech industry. Yeah. Um, it's hard. It's hard. I don't know about your experience, but. I, it was so hard this year. Trimesters got slugged. I didn't know where internships were coming out. I did not know anything. And, you know, so it's hard. But yeah, I did. I was quite lucky to get the internships through co-op. Yeah. Um, but I can imagine that it will be, like, pretty difficult yeah. to keep on top of job applications. And it really is. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like knowing when things close. Or things open. Or things open, yeah, exactly. (laughs) This year, especially in your third year, and when... You know, you when you're expected again another expectation. You're expected to get an internship somewhere in your uni degree, but you know. And so this whole year, I've just been trying to apply. I've been applying everywhere, and you really get, you know, you you start you to lose morale. Motiv- yeah, yeah, motivation, morale to keep going. And so you know, it's it's hard. It's hard, but you know, keep it's powering on. Interesting because I've been in a few careers fairs where I'm on the other side as the employer. Ah yes, yeah. Um, and it was. It was really funny because a, a lot of postgrad students actually came up to me like really nervous. Postgrads? Yeah. Wow. Right. And then wow. like a first year would come up to the store and be like, hey, what do you guys do? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's... I, I, I wish I had the youth and the, <laughs> the youth and, and the, the vigor, and the vigor <laughs> of, of a first year. It really, again, don't wait until your third year to go look for an internship. Go, go now. Go First network. Year, go exactly. Network like, with HR. Yeah. HR is a small world, so even though someone might leave one company, they will go to another tech company and they'll know everyone yeah. and, and talk. Yeah, and so when people say, like, you, you hear people say, oh, build your networks, you never know when you'll get an opportunity, uh, someone might call you up, and, yeah. and it might not be a pyramid scheme, but, yeah, reach out for those opportunities because and, and network because as... as um. Our last podcast with, with Yoinki. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, wow, that experience, well, that, that's yeah, the dream. You yeah. want, like, you want to have friends in your network who would reach out to you to, to trust you to build these kind of software um, or give you these internships and give you these opportunities. Yeah. 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 People but, think it's about skills, but it's connections are more heavily weighted. Yeah. So Honestly, much. do Definitely. not step on people. Like, don't step on people to get to where you want to be. Because oh yeah, you just yeah. end up burning bridges and pissing a lot of people off. That's not good. <laughs> take 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 that advice yeah. from us. Yeah, mm. burnt a lot of bridges over the years, and well, that's not good. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll build new ones. Yeah. Just don't burn this one, please. <laughs> <laughs> Go to societies to build new ones. First, you camp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So to kind of wrap up. What was the coolest thing you guys have done at uni? Doesn't have to be in first year because it's kind of like. Does it have to be in first year? I'm first year, so. What was the coolest thing you've done? As in, what's the coolest thing you've done at an age where you would go to uni? Go ahead. This is probably like not comp style or career related, but like when I was younger, I. Went to an all-girls public school, so it was very much like, you're an independent woman, you don't need no man, blah, blah, blah. That's still true. That's still true. That's still true. But it did close me off for, from a lot of people, and I was, like, and I would never pe- let people in to see vulnerable me. And then I've, yeah. I feel like, I don't know, relationships are a, a big thing that's part of my life now, and I can see the value and the appeal of them. Um, and it's actually, like, added value to my life. That's what I've discovered through. So would you say the coolest thing is making relationships with people? Yeah, it's not not necessarily romantic relationships, Mm-mm. but also like it's personal personal connections with people. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Clarence, um, I guess coolest thing for me was traveling and having no idea what was going on. Oh, you're as lucky. In, I can't like, do that. Oh. As in, like, I was traveling... So I went to China, 
and I can't speak Mandarin. As in, I can understand some and I can、mm-hmm. speak some, but I'm not very good, and、mm-hmm. I get better at that. But I went、um, with a friend who was white. He didn't even know how to count to ten, so I had to translate <laughs> everything <laughs> to the extent that I could. And we went to like Shanghai, Xi'an, Beijing, which is like east coast of China to like central coast, and then back to the capital. And it was really good. It was like really eye opening. It was the coolest thing I've done because you're traveling around, you're seeing all this stuff, you're um you're exploring while getting lost. And you have. Oh my god! I can't do that. <laughs> I get lost and I get really nervous. I'm like, am I? Am I gonna be able to come home? Yeah, it's it's the coolest thing because I don't know it just opens your eyes to a whole lot of stuff. It's there's a relevant Mark Twain quote that I can't、um, remember. I can't、Mark、remember.、Twain. But yeah,、Damn. relevant Mark Twain quote. Yeah. Ah.、Oh, okay. First year, I've only had one year of experience anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I've haven't had much to do outside of uni, but probably the coolest thing, um, actually, understanding learning to code. Cause、mm. when at the start of uni, coding seems like such a big jump. Like looking at code it used to daunt me, especially like when first when when I first started. Like like Jennifer said, like looking at LS or like getting looking at all the outputs. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, I'm never gonna learn that."、It's、like, LS, and then it's LS dash L. Oh, I wonder how is that? That's different. Exactly. So yeah, actually coming to a stage where I understand, I can actually you know engage with it. I, I and I can th- see possibilities. What I've been given this tool set to actually build something, create something of my own. I think that's really empowered me. It's given me, you know, it's been pretty cool.、Mm. <laughs> quite unquote. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. Oh, am I not? Am I not? Am I not saying anything? Oh no. Oh, I, I thought you were listening. You're probably. Um. Um. What's my? I would say, like everyone's. Everyone has their own experiences, and um. But my experience of uni wasn't that good. And it still isn't, but going through, <laughs> going through, Sisoc, not Sisoc, CSE Soc. Sorry. What's a T with Sisoc, Tommy? Ah、uh, well, we're not gonna go discuss through that. But CSE Soc <laughs> is the coolest thing I have done for a long time. It it really, like this, I find so cool. Like I, I would never again. I would never imagine myself doing. I just met Tommy doing, today. Yeah, I would never imagine doing a <laughs> podcast with you know just a, people from like. That I don't know, <laughs> but um, but it 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 is an experience that is an eye opener, and it is cool. I did really come to terms with my views through CC Sock, so that's good, and I find that cool. But yeah, that may be boring and nerdish <laughs> to some people, but yeah, I enjoy this experience, and I hope people who are wanting to apply hope that they can take away that you know. This is a fun experience. It is cool, and you do meet lots of people. Yeah, people who thought that was boring or nerdy are narks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I guess what we got out of that is、um, build connections, travel, code. Join CSC Talk. <laughs> <laughs>、um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys for listening,、um, and 
We'll already... catch you in another podcast. Yeah. Any parting words? Maybe a else? video. Hopefully. Ah, oh, there will be a video. There yeah, will be a one day. One day. Hopefully. I've already started next time, I've already got the Hopefully finish. next time it will be good. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully next time it will actually work. Yeah. It's all right. All right. Thank you guys. All right, catch thank you later. Peace, Peace out. out. See ya.